last session, we raised the question of apparent contradiction between the words of the Tando and Tignes Ishtocho in the first parak of Pirkei Ovos, where he directs us, encourages us, instructs us to not be like the servants that serve their master for the sake of receiving a great reward, some great gift. That is the nature of a master to bestow upon his loyal and beloved servant. But rather to be like those servants that serve the master not for the sake of receiving any reward. The commentaries explain that although one who has an intention for reward is considered righteous, the Torah promises great reward. Of course, uh, spelled out clearly in this world, but primarily in the world to come, which the Rambam describes as beyond the understanding of any created being. But nevertheless, that is not the highest level. The highest level is that the service should be out of the love of the Creator. Pure, selfless devotion. And that's why it's described in this manner. Do not be like those servants that are serving the Master with a intention and a hope, looking forward to being rewarded. They are called servants, but they're not of the highest form, be like those servants that are serving without any intention for reward. Not for the sake of receiving pras, receiving a gift, a blessing, eternal welfare. And the question is, it's Ramchal, in the beginning of the Sefer, the first chapter, spells out that the foundation of the most complete and exalted service of the Almighty, the highest levels of spiritual achievement, require a foundation and a root for them to develop properly and to continue to grow. It talks about the foundation of piety and the root of the complete service of the Creator. And he says that this foundation, this root, is comprised of it being clear and completely known to be true to a person. What is his obligation, his purpose, his mission, his responsibility in his world? And to this, the Ramchal continues and says, Actually, I have to mention that Ramchal says it is to this mission that a person's gaze and hope and aspiration should be directed in everything that he's doing through his entire life. All his efforts should be directed and focused upon achieving and accomplishing that mission, that purpose, that responsibility. And then he continues and he says, Behold, what our sages taught us, our sages of blessed memory taught us, 
that a person was only created to enjoy and receive the benefits and the peak enjoyment that comes from closeness to the Creator and deriving the benefits and the pleasure of the splendor of His presence, which is only experienced truly and fully in the world to come, which was created with the nature to give that good and that pleasure. And he continues and explains that the place to prepare for that is this world through all the aspects of the Torah, through all mitzvos, and through those means a person will be able to reach the ultimate goal and re- receive there that benefits, that pleasure, that enjoyment that is the greatest that can be experienced by any person. And this fits, goes hand in hand with what we find in the beginning of Derech Hashem, where it explains the purpose of creation was, the Almighty's purpose was to bestow good, the maximum good that is possible for a created being to receive, and that is the good that is of the essence of the Creator Himself, by enabling the person to attach himself to his Creator and derive the benefits of that good that is of the Creator Himself. So it seems clear to be saying that a person is supposed to be focused on this, on this purpose of the creation, which is quite understandable, that a person's mission, person's responsibility should be to achieve that which the Creator wants to be achieved in His creation. If He's certainly one who has the full recognition, the full admiration, the full love, He'll want that purpose to be achieved. He'll recognize the goodness of it. He'll want to bring it about and He'll know that it is His mission. And in fact, we learned previously that the Ramchal Der Hashem by the midst of Tzitzis explains very clearly that this is the definition of a person. He is defined as the servant of the master into whose hands there was entrusted with the responsibility, with that mission, with that great task of bringing about the purpose of creation. To him it was given and entrusted to be the one who will rectify the entire creation and certainly himself. And he's being charged with that mission, and that is his true definition. He is the, the Evan who is defined as the one to bring about the purpose of the creation. And as we learned, it can only be through a person's effort. So therefore, it is understandable how he is the one who must be entrusted with that mission. So if that mission the purpose of the creation is for the human being to receive the maximum benefit that he can receive, to enjoy the closest to the Creator for eternity in the place that is possible to have that enjoyment. Then how is it possible to combine that he is doing the service not for the sake of receiving reward? And in a certain way we could even strengthen the question even further. Because the morale and the mission of us questions why does the Mishnah write in such a way of 
describing serving the Creator out of love with the words, do not be like a servant who is serving for the sake of reward. You could write very simply, serve the Creator out of love. And he explains that there are different types of love. There could be a love that one has because of all the good that has received already or that he hopes to receive and expects to receive. And out of that profound appreciation, there could be a powerful feeling of love like we have to even a human being who we sense is benefiting us and caring for us. But he says that this is not the highest form of love of the Creator. The true love of the Creator should be one of a nature that is based upon his recognition of the Creator's greatness, of the Creator's perfection, of as much as we can recognize his supremely exalted qualities of goodness and truth, of kindness and compassion and mercy and humility. All the aspects of the Creator's perfection that are manifest in His relating to the creation is the means where we are able to discern His greatness, as the Ramam describes, His infinite wisdom. These are all aspects that are engendering in a person the love of the Creator because of His own true greatness. And that is the kind of love that we are directed to experience and to place as the source of all our actions in our relating, in our carrying out that mission. And the perhaps most powerful means of recognizing the goodness of the Creator is from His attribute of kindness which is manifest in his creation for the sake of giving the human being the absolute maximum good that it is possible for a created being to receive. What more powerful example of the infinite kindness of the Creator is this entire creation that was for the purpose of bestowing the maximum good that it is possible for a created being to experience and to receive. So in that sense, to recognize the greatness of the Creator, we have to be in touch with that plan. We have to be in touch with His intention that His creations should receive all the good that they could receive. So how could we possibly be serving Him out of that kind of a love while, so to speak, not being aware, not being focused on this desire to bestow good? That is the most powerful means of our recognizing, or of the most powerful means of our recognizing His greatness, His perfection. But perhaps we can get some help to address this question from a few lines in the Sefer Ruach Chaim that's based on the teachings of Chaim Velozhin, the great founder of the Yeshiva, the great student of the Gaon of Vilna where he spells out that actually it would seem quite possible for a person to be serving the Creator, carrying out all of Torah and mitzvot for the sake of that reward. But at the same time, it's purely for the service of the Creator. 
and that is based on his knowledge that this is what the Creator wants should be achieved. But he qualifies and he says, the only way that this could really be pure, where a person's service for the sake of the Creator bestowing to him all the good that the Creator wants to bestow, and it's not of a self-directed fashion, as if to a person it would be the same if he would receive all that good or someone else would receive it. If I'm serving the Creator for the sake of the maximum good being bestowed, of course, this cannot happen in reality because only one who has perfected himself and made himself able to be attached to the Creator could receive that good. But if it would be possible for someone else to receive it, and if I am serving for the sake of the Creator's kindness coming into fruition, then it wouldn't matter to me if I would be the recipient or someone else would be the recipient. And he says that this is something that's quite difficult to accomplish. And perhaps uh, it's easy for one to fool himself and to think that I'm serving in a pure fashion, but really it's for my own benefit. But I think that these words can help us to offer a suggestion of how to understand the Mishnah and Avos according to the Mishnah of and once again, this is keeping in mind that Mesut Sasharim is also including a root and a foundation of the highest form of service of Hashem. Not only referring to those that are still at a beginning level, although they are also included, as we may have to discuss later on. But he's referring to someone, is including someone who's on the highest level. This is a root, a foundation that is serving for the highest form. A root is continuously growing. It certainly seems clear that this is a, a focus that is all life-lasting. That a person should receive that good that the Creator wants him to receive. So we could suggest that what the, what the mission is saying is should not be for the sake of receiving the gift. I can be performing and engaged in and creating a source and a product of infinite good that is the desire of the Creator to bestow. And it's not in a self-directed fashion. I'm doing it as the servant who is carrying out the mission of the Creator. I am unifying myself with that desire to bestow good. And my intention is to bestow the good, to give the good. My intention is not to receive the good, to gain the good. In a certain sense, just as the Creator Himself is complete and has no need to gain anything. His purpose is only to give to the created being. So to the person can unify himself with that, can connect with that, can gain, unite with that same approach, 
to be a source of kindness, to be the one who is bestowing the kindness. And even to himself, it will be the same as if it's being bestowed to another person. This is not a, a, a psychotic break. But the person can be doing all that effort, all that work, creating all that good, that it should be given, just as the Creator wants to give it. He wants to give it. He is equally happy if someone else would be receiving it, because that's his desire, to bestow good as is the Creator's desire. And he could connect with that, become one with that, become the servant who will carry out that. That is not a mindset to be the recipient. True, that will be the end result. There's no denying that that will be the end result. But that is not his purpose. His purpose is to carry out the desire of his Creator to bestow the fullness, the maximum good that can be bestowed. That is his purpose as well. So he can truly be a servant who is serving the Master, who is bringing about the purpose of the Master but not for the sake of his own gaining, not for what he is going to take out of it. And he's relating to himself the same as to another person. And he truly can be equally satisfied, if theoretically it was possible, that it would go to another person. Because that is the fashion that he's relating to himself. He can relate to himself as if he's giving to another person. And there are sources for this that we'll have to examine in the future. But for now, it's suffice to suggest that there could be a mindset of creating the fullest good that could possibly be experienced for eternity that will be the fulfillment of the Creator's desire that He also wants to do. And His own enjoyment of it is just a matter-of-fact conclusion. So he is focused on, totally focused on, in everything that he's doing to create that good, to bestow that good. She is Anigal Happens to be that we ourselves will be the recipient. I guess it's something to try to think about. Thank you very much.